Welcome to Ask Launchpad, a podcast designed to answer career-related questions we see most often in the Launchpad at York St. John. I'm Jess, Senior Careers Advisor in the Launchpad team, and today I've invited along Leona, who's a third-year student recently offered a PGCE place at Edge Hill. Leona, I've invited you along today to talk a little bit about your experiences when applying for your PGCE, and in particular your experiences of doing the professional skills tests. A lot of students find this really stressful, so I thought it'd be helpful to hear from someone who's been through it. Before we get to that, do you want to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what you've been studying with us at York St John. Hi I'm Leona, I'm a third year student at York St John and I'm hoping to graduate in November with an English language and linguistics degree. I have some questions, as I said this is a topic that students get quite nervous about, especially the numerical element of it. In your experience, what? how would you describe what the skill tests are to students going through it? Um, the skills tests as far as I understand it, are basic knowledge that every teacher kind of needs GCSE level maths and English, but not as difficult as I remember my GCSEs being. That's a good start, I think. Not as difficult. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was I was really panicked about it, but they didn't turn out to be as difficult as what I thought they were going to be. Well, that's excellent news. I think that sounds about right to me too. The way the government phrase it, I have their quote in front of me. The professional skills tests or skills tests for prospective teachers assess the core skills that teachers need to fulfil their professional role in schools rather than the subject knowledge needed for teaching. This is to ensure all teachers are competent in numeracy and literacy regardless of their specialism. All current and prospective trainee teachers must pass the skills tests in numeracy and literacy before they can be recommended for the award of qualified teacher status which you might know as QTS and that's come from the education.gov.uk website but I'll put a link to that in the notes um, along with this podcast. Can you talk us through a little bit your experiences applying for your PGCE before you got to the skills test so like using UCAS and that kind of thing? Yeah it was quite similar to when I applied for York St John. You pick three courses for the PGCE so I applied for English PGCE secondaries Mm -hmm. and you have to write a small personal statement, references, and then obviously put in the normal uh, work history and qualifications. Excellent. So as part of that process, what was the timeline in which you could then apply to do your skills tests? Um, You can apply straight away. So I applied whilst I was doing, actually applying for the PGCE. So I had to go for interviews for all of them. Mm -hmm. And I was applying for the skills tests alongside that. Okay, so was that after you'd created a UCAS account and stuff and gone through that process? And was there a cost involved? Um, No, you get the first three are free and Mm -hmm. anything after that I think was about £19. But you've got unlimited redos now, haven't you? Yeah, so so I think they changed it about two years ago so you can do it as many times as you like. Brilliant. Where did you do your tests? Um, I'm actually from Preston so I did mine back home Mm -hmm. uh, because the nearest one to York is Leeds Mm -hmm. and I was like a bit of a commute I might as well just go home and see my parents whilst I'm at it which might make you feel a little bit less stressed about before you go in as well so you get a choice when you get um, presented with the skills test option you get a list and can you pick the test centre you want to do it at yeah they um, they have a search bar so you can put you can put in so if you want to do it near to here you could put York and it'll give you the ones like Leeds Sheffield Mm -hmm. or if you want to do it near home uh, you just put in your postcode or the city that you're from and it'll give you all the ones nearest to that what was your experience of actually doing the test uh, the test centres are quite well. The one that I went to was quite small. It was there was obviously a few other people, so a lot of a few of them were students. People obviously doing skills tests, and then other people doing other various tests, like driving, mm-hmm. like license and stuff like that. It's quite professional. So a man at the front checks your details, so takes your ID, asks you a couple of questions. You put all your stuff in a locker. You can't actually take anything with mm-hmm. you into the room. The skills test, like where you actually do it on the computer, is deadly silent. 
<laughs> it's really quite weird. And uh, both of them are somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour. Okay. Uh, it's like the cut-off point. But if you manage to do them before that, you can... Yeah, if you manage to do it before that, obviously it gives you a chance to check over all your answers and then you can just click and test. What would you recommend that students do in advance to prepare for the tests? The main like preparation that I did was if you go on to, if you type in like skills tests online, like so like the numeracy skills test, it does come up with a page and you can get both PDF formats and interactive versions of the test. Mm-hmm. The interactive one is literally the exact same as how it is like in the test centre, so that's really helpful. For me personally, I did panic a lot about the numeracy one, like a lot of people. Um, And it was the mental maths that scared me. Mm -hmm. So if that is anyone else's problem, I found it really useful to stop doing the interactive ones because it just made me feel worse about it. Mm -hmm. And to sit and do the PDF, like mental maths questions to to, like find out what they want from you. Yeah. To remember how to do that stuff. Yeah. So I kind of like did the PDF questions for the mental maths and then tried timing myself to see if I could do it in the time frame that they expected of you. Oh, that's good to know. So I guess for some people, if they respond better under that pressure and they want to get that sense of the exam conditions, they could almost set themselves an exam condition and do the interactive tests. Yeah, definitely. Um, But if you are feeling like you were a little bit stressed about it, the PDF test might be a really great place to start. Yeah, I think they're both really useful in their own ways. I think I gave both a go, but certainly like if you're more stressed about the mental maths and the fact that it does it does go off the screen within like 30 seconds Mm -hmm. and if that does stress you out i suggest the pdfs are a lot more calm Mm -hmm. because you have the time to figure it out yeah and you can kind of work your way through the pdfs first and then do the interactive ones and feel really prepared yeah that's why that's definitely what i did and i would recommend that sounds great and aside from that then is there any particular advice that you would offer to students particularly ones that are feeling really nervous about one or both of the tests obviously you do now get unlimited goes and three of them are free Mm -hmm. personally if you do feel stressed about it i would have a bit of a revise have a look online but i would go in if you are that nervous the nerves probably might affect you on the day yeah so it might be nice to go see the environment see what the test's like try it out if you pass obviously brilliant yeah you've sorted it for yourself if you don't then you know what to expect next time yeah i think that's really good advice because what you're essentially saying there is <clears throat> try not to worry too much because you will get it's not as though oh that's it now you failed you yeah no you're not capped and the people in the test center are lovely they're really helpful oh, and uh they did i saw a few people that got feedback afterwards so mm-hmm. he sat them down he was like oh, i'm really sorry but this is what you've like not passed and this is what you could do to improve which is great because that means next time you could focus on those areas more or if you knew actually i did know how to do that but the timing freaked me out you'd know what to prepare for before you go again yeah definitely well thank you that is really useful um i absolutely think having someone who's done it before is the best way for students to get a sense of whether it really is as frightening as they think it is is there anything else that you would add anything you think we haven't covered yet or do you think we're about there just it i was really stressed about it and it really wasn't as awful as i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's reassuring i think for everybody listening yeah you're going to be starting is it in september your course starts yeah i start in september that is really exciting and congratulations because you've worked really hard for this and i think you absolutely deserve it and you're going to Thank be a you. spectacular teacher i try <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody listening just remember you can come to your friendly careers placements and student opportunities team in launchpad for help with your uh, teacher training applications and information about skills tests we can also support you in writing your personal statement if that is a concern for you uh, so again you can find us in the launchpad space in holgate or by emailing careers at yorksj.com dot ac dot uk